Welcome to this week's episode of It's All Fun and Games, the official GameZo podcast. I'm Dan, head writer at GameZo. This week, I am joined by my best pal, Ross. Hey, Ross, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm doing good. We're live. We, yeah. Week, week two, going a lot smoother. We've got the space heater now. It only took us three minutes to set up? Yeah, versus two hours last time. It was so rough. It's, it's, it's getting going. So we have the agenda this week. Um, pretty standard. It's going to be a little different if you listen to last week's podcast. Um, which is on Spotify and iTunes and Hi, everywhere Mom. now. <laughs> um, you, you know that the basically everything's canceled. So the, the news is a little bit slower, but the topics seem to be a little bit um, meatier. Well, everything's back now. It's just online. Yeah, exactly. So um, we, we've got some good stuff to go over. So we'll do the typical, what, what have we been playing? We've got some basic gaming news. Um, we have kind of two main topics this week. They bleed into each other. Uh, the, the new... Uh, console specs were officially announced uh, by both Microsoft and Sony. And then the hot button topic, I guess you would say this is our uh, clickbaity topic, is uh, the, the whole GameStop um, kerfuffle that's gone on. Uh, then we have a little bit of esports news, and then we'll just discuss what's next. So um, I know what we've both been playing. Is yeah. the, is, so before we get into that, is there anything else you've been playing before we tackle that particular Well, what do you game? think I've been playing? Probably Animal Crossing, okay. if I had to guess. Life is good and well on, on my island. We're good. Catching all the fish. I'm putting all of them away. I'm getting my museum set up. You know, I'm digging the fossils left and right. I'm gathering materials. It's just, it's a disaster right now. It's a, dis- well, a well, disaster? Speed, not, I say disaster in like a good way. Like, it's just full speed ahead, doing 10 things at once, probably playing the game a whole hell of a lot faster than Nintendo wants me to, but I know it's probably the average. Makes sense. And I've, I've noticed you've been playing um, a lot, even when I, I left the old podcasting studio and came back, you already had the Switch out and we're clicking around. <laughs> yeah, you caught me. So, addicted. So, let, let, me, let me give you a little example, right? Okay, so, as I was saying, the museum, alive and well. Mm-hmm. So, there's a character where... He's trying to set up a museum, so he's trying to set up, like, all the, the bugs and the fish in the area or whatever. Yep. So you have to give him, like, X amount of fish in order for him to be able to set up the museum. All over, like, social media, Twitter, people have been sharing pictures of them just stacking all the fish and the bugs just waiting for him to finish building his tent and show up the next day. Oh, jeez. So people have their plot of land set up for him, and, like, he's coming the next day or whatever. Mm. So they've spent, like, the whole night fishing catching bugs and just instead of putting them in like their storage or whatever or holding on to them they're just dropping it right in front of his tent and they're like oh i'm just gonna pick these up and give them to him right when he shows up so people have had like his entire tent surrounded by like these little terrariums when you you drop like a fish or whatever it doesn't just have the fish on the ground has them in like a little terrarium or like a like the little box that they (laughs) they live in i forget the name of it little fish bowl yeah yeah fish bowl or whatever aquarium there we go nailed it yeah they're the best (laughs) yeah so there's just like stacks of aquariums and like little bug things just on top of each other (laughs) oh hey people are having fun i saw funny i think i sent it to to the group discord a little meme that's like you know hey do you hate chores and working and and being in debt do it do. do, do, do it on nintendo it's way more fun um, and people are into it. I mean, I, I like the game, um, not the series. I haven't played this game yet. Yeah. Um, I can see where you can sink a ton of hours, and you're not my only friend that is like, <laughs> what are you doing today? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. The quarantine's the best. Animal Crossing. So, you know, it's good. I know I can't touch it. Maybe I'll get one of the kids on, on the Switch clicking around, living life, uh, living their best life. working early. Exactly. They learn some work ethic via 
via some Animal you're Crossing. Five years old, but today you're gonna learn about capitalism. Exactly, yeah. it's the only way to do it. I've been playing um, Starport Delta, which is a uh, a game that's not out yet, but I ha- but I have no um, no embargo other than please don't do a a formal review because this is not the game. Yeah. Um, so I've been I've been playing it. It's a um, a strategy light uh, city builder uh, effectively. So you are building. Um, a space station effectively um, and it, there's a story mode and there, there's a free play mode I actually played it at PAX um, and it was it was really fun it's it's one of those things any city builder is very tough to get into when you have a 15 minute gameplay session with a 15 minute developer interview mm-hmm. um, so it, it was rough but it was fun um, it, it's good it's your typical uh, resource management it's actually got a really unique mechanic where things come up so it'll say like hey find um there, there's a stowaway find them and then when you find when you find the stowaway by clicking on different buildings and finding the figure that looks different um you then have a chance to like save them or airlock them, them. yeah okay, yeah, yeah you can really- so you can airlock them the only thing is and i found this out the hard way during the pax demo is if you are too um liberal with the airlocking uh space doesn't like that and uh sometimes a giant space worm god comes and destroys your space station so you need to you need to relax on that so space worms um yeah and then you've got all your typical stuff your crises you have to deal with you have space pirates and, and lightning storms yeah it's, it's constant so it's, it's fun i like it a lot i, I beat like the first two story missions and did some uh, zen mode which is where you can just build without any crisis oh so there's like an actual like story yeah so there's a story mode and stuff like that um it's a two-man team which is ridiculous if you start playing the game it's not like the world's biggest Mm. deepest strategy game but there's a lot in there for uh two people Oh, two main team of like the people making yeah, the game. Yeah, thought, yeah. Like, you start with two guys and you're like, oh, this is rough. No, no. There's two guys down Kiwis down in New Zealand. Uh, good guys. Um, and they're uh, yeah, they're they're super passionate about it and and they're building a game and they're uh, there's they talked about a lot of exciting stuff for a second one. So I'm having fun with it and um, I'm looking forward to the actual release to do to to a uh, review. But Neither. speaking of betas. Genshin Impact. Oh no! Like I told you, this was a very like selfish topic. But yes, there's this game, Genshin Impact. Playing the hell out of it. Um, at face value, it is a mobile game put on consoles. But it is a fun mobile game put on consoles. People that are familiar with the mobile, like, like when you think mobile game, you think. I'm playing story mode, I click mission 1-1, one, one, I kill three waves of enemies, and then I go to mission 1-2, kill four waves of enemies, and then there's a boss at the end, and my guys level up, I get up, I get 20 million weapon drops, I use all 20 million of them to level my one weapon up to level 2 instead of level 1, and it's just, it's just a grind, and then you got the currency that you use to do what's called uh, gotcha rolls, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, I'll... I'll pick 10 cards or whatever and all 10 of them are probably gonna suck and then i gotta spend more money and it's it's kind of like i hate to say it's a genre but it kind of is right so what this game does is it takes instead of just clicking a button saying oh i'm gonna fight these three waves of enemies it gives you a full fleshed out like open world game to explore so yeah you have like the stamina, which is like, oh, spend 20 stamina to go do this dungeon and level up super quick. Um, I found that out the hard way last night when all <laughs> I wanted to do was keep playing. And you can. Like, you can still, like, go through the open world and explore. And there's a full 
there's a full fleshed out like story that you do and it's a mobile game yeah but there's a lot of times where i'm just sort of forgetting that and then something will pop up like hey you got 10 wish tokens do you want to roll your 10 wish tokens and get a new character i'm like oh that's right it's a mobile game yeah so it's it's the beta right now right it's and we're playing on pc Mm -hmm. um and it's coming to consoles and whatnot sometime this year yeah um yeah i you know i didn't even know it was a mobile game at first (laughs) so this was another pax game they reached out to me they were like hey do you want to check out genshin impact it's dope and i was like i don't even know what that is so i watched the trailer and it looked like i was like oh it's a tales game yeah and then it's like but no it's a open world anime game and it got a lot of flack you sent me that video where people were like mad at it they're like you chinese company ripped off legend of zelda breath of the wild and just reskinned it and it yeah. you know in a lot of ways it honestly it kind of looks it, a little bit better it, yeah it's, <laughs> it's like it's it looks great the music's good the combat feels great um and it is it's like an anime reskin of breath of the wild which i'm okay with yeah i'm totally like i'm in love with it but what i'm really enjoying about it and again this is very self-servicing um, this entire game topic here, but I love the ability to change the characters yeah. and then combo their elemental abilities. So like um, the first time I hit like a water blob with an ice attack and then it was like frozen. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to melt you. And then I switched over and like hit him with the fire attack and yeah. it was like melt and it did damage over time. I was like, yeah, I love everything about this. He Give me more. Fire, switch to electric and he explodes. Ex- Overload. Exactly. Like it, it's so much fun. So, um, you've played a lot more than me. I think I have like five hours yeah. in the beta. I haven't. I don't know when it ends. Oh no, it it does not. Ever? Like I've I've looked up other videos of people playing it, and they're like level like twenty, I think, and they're doing like level thirty dungeons and stuff like that. Oh lord! If you look at the map, the map is huge. Yeah. And I believe that there's two maps. I might be wrong, but the the beta says that there's two areas. There's like the starting one that we're in, and then there's like another one that's kind of like eastern themed. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, I'm just playing the hell out of it. Yeah, I, I don't know if the key turns off or, like, they, they've been – and I'll say – um, I can't ever pronounce the name of the company there, the studio. It's like – It's like MiHoYo. MiHoYo, yeah. Um, they've been, like, awesome through the entire, <laughs> like, process. They're reaching out to me, like – consistently they're like are you and ross good do you do you have questions about the game and i'm like just when can i get more of it you know like does does this beta shut down ever um so i can't say anything but but great things about them and um like like i said earlier and and you know they got a lot of flack early on for it and i think they're doing a lot of work here to uh to to break that initial well known for the guy smashing his ps4 at a conference in like protests or whatever and if you look into it, it's a more deeper, like, issue than that and whatever, and just, like, the state of games in China and all that stuff. But at face value, yeah, a guy smashed his PS4. Yeah, and a lot of people took pictures with their Switch and flipping off the yeah. sign. Like, those are the two big things that are associated with yes. the game. But it's, I'm having a blast. It's excellent. I just want more. Look it up. Watch a video. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm recording stuff. I'll do a preview article. You can you can check it out. We, we'll have more information. Oh, I haven't been recording today. You, yeah, dude, you got to record okay. it. I'm, I'm just hitting – there's no embargo on it. For, for I'm a, always, like – I want to record more stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't see anyone else doing it. Like, I've seen stuff on YouTube, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll record some stuff. Yeah, and then we can just clip it together. It's all yeah, good. So so that's that's what we've been playing, okay. which, which is good. We got past, and we, we got to talk up Genshin, which makes me feel good. So, <laughs> Obligatory 15-minute Genshin segment. Yeah, like not sponsored by or, sponsored or other, by. otherwise purchased uh, that segment. So uh, Actually, before you do that, that's another thing I want to talk about. I don't know what the price point for this game is going to be. If at all. Oh, that's true. It is a mobile game, right? Yeah. Technically. 
could it be free? Could it, you know, because if you're going to market something for mobile, especially if, like, your main player base is going to be in China, I don't, I mean, they're playing mostly on mobile, so, I mean, I don't know what the market's like, but, I mean, here, it's very hard to sell a game that's not free on mobile. Yeah, I don't know. Especially if you're going to have stuff like, um, like, gotcha systems and all that stuff that are, you know, going to cost money. It's very hard to be, like, yeah, our game's 60 bucks, but you can spend 10 bucks for a 10-roll on this cool character that we came out with. Yeah, that's a fair point. I'm, I'm curious about that because the marketing I've seen in America has been very focused on PS4. Yeah. So. Uh, we'll see. Inter- interesting. Interesting. We'll maybe get back. halfway. Maybe, maybe like a 29 or a 39 and then. Yeah, and then they'll, they'll, make, they'll make their dough that way. Um, or maybe, you know, uh, we don't know this, the console version, maybe they, sh- they strip that stuff out. You know, and make it a full-fledged game because, again, we're playing the PC version right now. That's like a core feature of the game, though, because that's how you get like all the you know weapon drops and to level up your weapons and stuff like that. So it's like you can't really strip that out. Plus, it's like a culture thing because you know games here, we don't really think about that stuff, but games over there, that's kind of just like it's part of it. It's as basic as you know the settings and like the pause menu. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. Okay, we can move. Good good point. No, that's that's a great point. So. Gaming news has been, uh, you know, not light, but um, lighter. <laughs> you know, nothing's really happened except I don't know the PlayStation Five specs getting. Yeah, no, no, no we and, and we're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. That is, uh, okay. and we're gonna back to back our big topics this week. But one thing I found really interesting in in, in a lot of actually the topics are kind of byproducts of the the conversation we had last week about everything being canceled. Yeah. Right is. Um, I keep seeing almost every day Steam concurrent users, uh, the records being broken. Mm-hmm. Right, everyone's at home, no one has anything to do. All the schools are closed. You know, you more children on my video games. Yeah, you, you can bet those kids aren't doing their online classes. No, they're not. <laughs> they're, they're they're playing they're playing games. But what I wanted uh, what I wanted to talk about not just the influx of, of players, which I think is interesting, and that's a, a separate topic, but. I looked at the stats as of today uh, for what kind of the top games are, and yep. and there's a lot of games, right? Because these games they don't even make up ten percent, fifteen percent of the total twenty two million, right? So Counter Strike. This is just Steam. This is just Steam. Okay. Counter Strike, one million players. Yep. Okay. Nothing's changed there. Dota two, seven hundred thousand players. Big surprise. Okay. PUBG, five hundred thousand players. People still playing that game, yeah. but you know, there they go. GTA five. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the. I, I would have assumed GTA Five. Yeah. I honestly probably would have put GTA Five higher, because it's it's still super popular. Because I guess people do what's called like role playing servers yes. or whatever, and they're like, my life in itself is just so boring that I have to go pretend to be another guy in a video yeah, game. Yeah. Which I mean, a mobster. Yeah, well, by my not open even a mobster. It's just like I'm the fireman of this server. Oh, they go like that. Oh yeah. Do oh, you've never seen. Uh, no, I have oh, not. No, they they go really deep. So where it's like. They have these huge servers, and it's kind of like a Discord community or whatever. And they'll be like, okay, well, you know, we play on, like, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for this, like, eight-hour stretch or whatever. And let's say you're in this server. Your role is you're Dan, like, the retail store clerk guy. Excellent. And for that entire, like, eight-hour span or whatever, like, you just kind of, like, do your job. And, like, you're, like, the guy walking down the street that, you know, usually gets punched in the single-player game. Like, that's you. Awesome. So you role-play, like, in voice chat. You're like... If someone comes in like, hey, how are you? Would you like to, you know, pre-order the new Genshin Impact? <laughs> like, that, that's you. And then some people are, you know, firefighters. And then 
when you're off work or whatever, and you so you might you know go be a crook or whatever. You might get into some weird stuff, but there's people role playing as the police, and they're gonna come get you. Oh wow! So it's just it's it's basically real life in a video game. So GTA Five is like super popular still, and it's not just the game is fun to play online or whatever. Like, there's, a, there's a whole new like aspect to it that people are doing. Yeah, I saw a whole thing. So obviously, and and we'll kind of talk on this a bit. You know, I'm in different sim racing reddits and stuff like that. So GTA came out with an open wheel race car. Yeah, I saw that. And immediately servers popped up where they were putting on like Indy 500 esque Grand Prix on the servers and stuff using using the open wheel cars. And... I was gonna send it to you, but I figured it would just it wouldn't be as like good as the sim racing game. So I figured most people would just ignore it, but. If those people that you're talking about from the sim racing community are now going to GTA 5, which has, it's, I don't want to say it's like a cheaper alternative or whatever to iRacing, but it's like much more user-friendly, I think, maybe. It's it's much cheaper yeah. <laughs> than, than <laughs> iRacing. Um, and, and other, I'm actually finding, and not to get off on a tangent, but there's other games like the Assetto Courses and, and stuff like that, that uh, Gran Turismo's, they're even though iRacing is the meat of the market, yeah. there's these very um, strong communities. And sure, there are things they like around physics and usability, but the biggest thing they always say is like, dude, I'm not paying $100 just to be able to race one no. series, you know? And to be fair, $100 doesn't even probably get you a full series. Oh my God. Yeah. So anyway, so Rainbow Six, I'm sure you're happy about that, 180K. No, I'm not happy with that. You want less people? I want less people. <laughs> you, you want higher quality, lower people? Well, higher quality, less but, people. But the one I really was really happy about was the smibbly bibbly the football manager 2020 yes, is yes. at 180k on on steam right now which is just you know last europe on lockdown apparently <laughs> nails it all their all their precious football and their footy it's just all taken away so they have to go to football manager yeah i absolutely know nothing about soccer as i'm gonna call it like <laughs> forgive me i know this is gamezo.co.uk but here we call it soccer. <laughs> America. Right, yeah. So I know absolutely nothing about soccer, but I have so much fun playing that game. It is just it's just so fun to watch like the game unfold or whatever and you know, I'll sit there and I'll be like, be aggressive on the flanks and, you know, find the open man and pull push the ball through and like all this, you know, soccer jargon that I don't really know. <laughs> and I'm just like, Yeah, go go do it, Hernando or whatever and you know, I'll I'll win a bunch of games. I'll lose a bunch of games. My dude will like turn around at a sharp ninety degree angle and kick the ball in his own net by accident. Like it's all hell breaks loose in those games, and it's funny. And the fun part is there's like a whole different editing thing that you can download through Steam. Mm -hmm. So I renamed the team I was playing as like whatever lower division English team it was, I renamed it to Real Big Baller Brand. <laughs> so now Real Big Baller Brand in the lower English division. And when I say lower English division, um, the very first time I played this game, I was playing with like a group of friends and we I picked a team called like Rushton and Diamonds because I thought it was like a funny name, right? So like two years later, I find out that this team ran out of money so the team dissolved <laughs> oh, no. and then it came back as like a like a community like pickup team or whatever oh no so now there's just like I, it was funny because at the time i was like following them on facebook i'm like yeah i'm a huge fan from overseas <laughs> and um and then they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger like irl football manager <laughs> it was kind of funny to see but 
no, like, the game's tons of fun. I love it. And, I mean, we don't have, like, you say this was just Steam. Yeah. So, obviously, all the big, like, FIFA and Madden, they're all on Origin. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure those numbers have spiked as well. Yeah, there's tons of games that, obviously, I just, I picked the Steam spike because... It's the it, only real gaming PC platform. Yeah, well, you know, that and it was the it was the most um prominent in my face with like raw data to, yeah. uh, behind it, um, which was, was really good. And my favorite thing just in, in my football manager experience is to completely bankrupt the organization and get one superstar, hoping they'll turn around your entire season. I don't like I said, I don't know how any of this stuff works, but all I know is like I always play as the lower, like the absolute bottom of the barrel like playing in a high school stadium <laughs> like i always pick the worst teams because then i can go to like up three leagues and be like hey you're like third string bench player i know he's you know your third string bench player but that guy is like a superstar in our league can i yeah. like, can i borrow him for like a month <laughs> or whatever so then i would just have a team filled out of just all lone care like all lone players and we would go undefeated. We would run the table. We would win all these random whatever cups or whatever they do throughout the months. And then all my players would go back to their team. And I would just <laughs> I'd be stuck with players that just haven't played in four months. <laughs> and they're not quote-unquote match fit. Oh, no. They're all fat and happy. <laughs> they're all fat and unhappy that they haven't played. And it's, just, it's a disaster. I'm the worst manager. <laughs> We've learned today that Ross should not run his own I am, sport ball don't team. Don't let me run a team. <laughs> don't do it. Um, kind of in the, you know in the same vein, so obviously we have to assume that if Steam's up, every platform's going to be up, right? Yeah. And it's actually causing an issue. Um, my my day job, uh, we had an email going out basically saying, hey, uh, check check with your local ISPs because with all these kids home playing video games and and watching Netflix and stuff, like some people are having a hard time getting their their actual you know uploads and download speeds and stuff like that i've been i've been fine yeah i've been fine too luckily this is news to me actually. yeah so i mean i live in a college town the college all went home yeah so like what our our population halved so there's no problem for for us um you know you you live in a city that has you know relatively good infrastructure um so well i say relatively good it's not the best but it's not terrible um but some of the people i work with live you know out in these little kind of quiet new england towns and you know one extra kid playing fortnite is the difference between being able to load gmail or not so um but what that's actually it's not just an issue here i heard it i heard about it personally through work first but um i'm starting to see online uh politicians in europe and in other places saying hey netflix specifically we need you to lower your quality and meter your stream rate because you're you're crushing the pipes and hospitals and banking infrastructure and whatnot are having issues kind of going. So I think it's, that's kind of an interesting thing we've run into now. I've seen people talk about Now that you mention it, I've seen like people specifically in Europe talking about that. I remember I was, I was scrolling through Twitter last night or whatever, and I see like, oh, Netflix dead, rip. <laughs> Shut <laughs> it, it down. It, no more guys. Netflix. Hey, if you wanted to make – this year any worse quarantine everybody and then turn off netflix oh my god <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be the worst but what i'm really interested in and why i want to bring it up on the show is you know netflix is being called on right now but at what point do they start asking all services you know to to kind of slow down and, and do something about it at, at what point are you know uh games limited in in their capacity um at what point is google stadia dead because they 
it's a joke. Um, get it? Shut, because... shut that down. <laughs> <laughs> that there's a joke because they never get off the ground. Um, you know, but I guess at what point does this affect the whole entertainment industry and not just your Amazons and your and your Netflixes and, and that type of thing? Well, I mean, like, I mean, Steam had 22 million people playing. You I know, I don't know like the technical capacity of any of these you know internet providers or anything like that but it's just i don't really see how this happens if that makes sense like we're i mean these people all have internet to begin with it's not like everyone like oh we have the we have the disease now let's go i'm gonna go buy the comcast blast premium sports package with <laughs> premium internet at 150 megs a second it's like these people all had internet like i don't really understand like I, I kind of sound like a caveman right now, but it's like I don't really understand how all of a sudden this isn't this is a problem. Yeah. So the thing you need to understand with, and there's going to be a bunch of people at home listening, and they're going to go and yeah, look at Ross, their. <laughs> yeah, Ross. What, why, why can't we have internet? Now yeah. All of a so sudden? now now Dan pops in, and they're all going to go look at their contracts. Look at your contract, and um, the speeds you're guaranteed, the bandwidth you're guaranteed, mm-hmm. is outside of peak hours. So they they reserve the right oh. to basically tank the shit out of your internet if you're in a peak time because they can't control the number of people accessing the pipe at the same time right we just have to do it at work we had to we had to enhance because everybody now we normally don't have people accessing our office from outside of the office mm-hmm. now we're gonna have 150 people accessing through one pipe yeah. right so we just had to basically double or triple what we're getting in, in order to manage the number of people coming through um so now you got to think if the ISP was already tapped, you know, they, they might have issues. Like I said, I haven't seen a problem in my area. I thought it was just, it's obviously a big enough problem in Europe. Yeah. Um, I don't know what their infrastructure looks like. You know, right into the show. Hit me up, dan.tyrell yeah. at gamezo.co.uk. Let me know what it's like over there. But um, I just, I think it's interesting. And I'll be, I'll be very curious to see if it trickles into I, gaming. I, and, I know and we're talking things. about it later, but as much as we memed GameStop, it really is kind of essential to me not going crazy. <laughs> yep. Is being able to play video games. It's you're right. I mean, look, enter t- we live in a great time for this to happen. You, you know. I mean, yeah. Like we we have we have podcasts. Yep. We have you know, um, and I look. I don't have enough podcasts. I Tuesday I'm done with all my podcasts for the week. They all come out on Monday. <laughs> I'm done. We've got video games. We have Netflix. I just watched Onward. The new Pixar movie last night from home because they're releasing them to buy. Did you well, well, in the, it was it was oh, it's there a were, Pixar movie. You yeah, cried, right? there were moments. Okay, there were moments. Um, especially it's a sibling a sibling love. Oh, and you, the, got, you got thing. Two kids, It's so. like oh god, it's so bad. Oh, they got uh, you in the weak point. Yeah, they they hit me. Yeah, so I mean, like it's it's a great time for it. But can the infrastructure hold up to it? Who knows? Well, I we'll, hope so. We'll find out. So that we're, we're it's about to be real war zone up <laughs> I, in here. I know. Not on my internet. <laughs> Good times, bad times. Time to buy a dedicated line. Have them dig a hole. Oh. Run, run it to the house. Start um, digging now. Yeah. So, hey, some games came out. We talked about Animal Crossing. Um, we, yeah. we have to talk about Doom Eternal. That game looks insane. Heavy metal riff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just constantly. I'm watching. Who's who's the dude we've been watching? Uh, his name is Coke Carnage. Yeah. He's great. Thanks That's for turning boy. me on to him. Yeah. He's, he's awesome, but he's playing the game on like... Nightmare difficulty. Yeah, just the... Like the hardest difficulty you can. And the game just like gives me anxiety oh, yeah. the, the entire time i watch it it's just anxiety simulator it's it's super you know fast-paced gory you know my five-year-old's not sitting in my lap and watching the stream with me uh i'll let her watch rainbow six and you'll swear me. in front of them so there's, there's a wide berth yeah i oh i, I do not 
<laughs> worry about my language in front of them. Um, I was watching uh, Jack Ryan season two the other night. Dude's finger got cut off. Nora was like, what is going on? I was like, don't worry about it. Torture's the thing in the yeah, world. Children are trained to be trauma. Yeah. Trauma nurses <laughs> yeah. right early on. In the exactly. Got to get them going. So, um, but it, dude, the game looks awesome. Everybody who's playing it um, that I know who's playing it is loving it. I want, I want it. Yeah. I do. But like, I need to be realistic about a yeah. game that gives me that much anxiety, how often am I actually going to be... Like, I'm getting anxiety watching it. Yeah. How much am I actually going to spin that up and, and, and play it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... So, to its credit, it's really good. It's... The, the level design is crazy. Like... So good. Once the fights are over and all the gore is just, you know, on the floor and all the, all the giant brain tank with the turret is, you know, dead. Yeah. Once you can actually stay in there and look... The level design is amazing. There is just skulls everywhere and just pools of blood and there's, you know, dead bodies in there. And there's oh, over there in the horizon, there's just this giant dead demon that, you know, you have to walk through his gut that you just cut open with a giant blast <laughs> rifle or whatever. And it's just, it's it's intense, man. It's it's as metal as you can get. Yeah. And, and the actual, like level design like the layout yeah. is great like yeah. you look at it you look at the map and you're like oh i can definitely get that but how and like they definitely building the puzzling i know a lot of the i guess early i don't even want to say knock against it because most of the reviews are very positive yeah but like if they take anything away from it is that first person platforming can be a little yeah. weird but you know whatever well it's just like it breaks up the pace of it because like when you think of doom you just like i'm gunning at all times stuff is blowing up left and right blood everywhere heavy metal is just blasting my ears and then once it's all gone i have to you know i take take a step back and okay now i gotta do this little jumping puzzle and you know i'm playing mario for a little bit mm -hmm. it's like that's not why i'm playing doom like i just want to i want to hold my w key I want to hear the metal blasting, and I just want stuff to explode. Like, yeah. it might be the entire time I'm playing this game. Just whack chainsaw. Yeah. Just spam chainsaw. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I get that. I do. And um, I played probably recently half of the 2016 yeah, 16. Uh, version, and I love it for the same reason. Heavy metal, move forward, shoot a lot of stuff. I'm playing it on, like, I'm a baby bitch mode. Yeah. Pardon the language. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it might even call it that. Yeah. You know, the, those games, Wolfenstein, Doom, they have, like, they make fun of you like, if you play it. I think it's called, like, I Don't Want to Die. Yeah. So it's, you know, I'm playing it on that mode. And same issue. I go through, I'm, like, adrenaline, sweating, anxiety. I'm, oh, God, I need bullets. Oh, I got to punch that guy's face off. I got to grab that. And then you finish it, and it's like, but wait, I got to go over. Where am I going? How? Yeah. And you're, like, looking for it. It does break it up a little bit. Um, But, hey. They're adding variety. It's to good. The, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. good. It's it's a good game. And I know um, other websites are giving it about a nine. I was talking to David, yeah, who, nine. who who's on uh, the GameZo staff. He's in review. He hasn't plugged in. We use a, a calculator. You know, basically there's five criteria or so. Like an actual calculator? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's a form on the website. The reviewer puts in five criteria, uh, zero to ten. Um, and we can do decimal points, and then it calculates out the total score. Hmm. So he's thinking it's going to be somewhere probably in the high eights for us, okay. um, so, which is good. So right right on par with basically everybody else. And he's been – he just built a new rig, so he's, like, psyched. He's got oh, it on, like, the highest, like, super ultra mega nightmare settings. Like You can feel the blood on his face. Yeah, he, he's psyched about it. So um, all, all very positive. Animal Crossing, same, same thing right in the nine 
the biggest knock Range. on it, which is act, it, it's huge, but not for me because I mean I'm, you know, play by myself. But our quote unquote producer Tom, he has Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. one Switch, and him and Caitlin play. Yeah. Like, so if you have one copy of the game or whatever on one system, you can have multiple people playing it, but they share an island and Aww. they share all resources. So imagine you just want to play Animal Crossing. You want to chop down all the trees. You want to mine all the stuff that's, you know, it recharges like once a day. Mm-hmm. So like you chop a tree down. Next day it's back. Well, it starts growing the next yeah. day. But you can like not chop the tree down. You can just shake it for fruit or whatever. But imagine you want to start playing that game and all that stuff's already been done for you. Because yeah. you share the game with someone. That's a good knock to have against it. Because that's like, it's funny. That's a, that's a game that like I could see Meg playing with me. Yeah. Like she would be totally into it. But, but I could do everything for you. Yeah. But I could see me like working on Monday, coming downstairs, being like, hey, babe, where's the Switch? And picking it up. And she's like, oh, yeah, I got all of our pairs and also all of the bugs and also all of the fish. You can play tomorrow. You know, <laughs> just yeah. being like, ugh. Well, in, in all fairness, the game's made really well for people who just want to keep playing. So what they do now is there's um, a thing called Nook Mines, mm-hmm. which is they're basically kind of like achievements or whatever. So let's say, oh, you've caught 10 bugs or whatever, so here's Nook Miles. And then you can redeem the Nook Miles for numerous different stuff. Um, one of the things you can get is a Nook Miles ticket. Okay. So you can use that ticket to go to the airport and fly to a prestigiously generated island and just go mine up all the materials there and go home, catch all – the bugs, fish, and all that stuff, they're, they're constantly respawning. Okay. So you never have to worry about, oh, I'm, I ran out of fish. Like, I fished literally everything. Yeah. Like, they're, they're constantly respawning. You can make fish bait that spawns fish immediately. That's So there's never I've never felt like I have to stop playing because there's absolutely nothing to do. Because on top of your Nook Miles um, achievements or whatever that you can get, so like the long ones, like, oh, fish 1,000, fish 2,000, because they keep going up higher and higher as you mm-hmm. do it, there's at the top of like the list it gives you, there's five that are constantly you know changing. So it'll be like, oh, catch three bugs. And then, yeah, it gives me like a little bit of Nook Miles, but you can, because where I'm at right now is I'm just sort of grinding Nook Miles, get the ticket, go yeah. to the thing. Hopefully it's a fruit that's not mine, so I get a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But you know, just get a bunch of stuff, sell it, and then go back to grinding up miles and just kind of rinse, repeat, or whatever. Yeah. And that's just sort of, it's not the game itself. It's just sort of the quote unquote end game for the day, where it's like I've done all my stuff, and now if I want to keep playing, I can go, I can keep playing, which it wasn't always like that in the older yeah. games. It was like there was a real sense of I, I've done literally everything, and it's hard because now games games you want to play them over and over again you want to keep playing them and it's very hard for a game to be like i i can't play for the rest of the day like i've done everything but this kind of balances it out pretty well so it it's good but it also doesn't make me feel like oh god i still have stuff i have to do yeah and it's you know it's almost like a modern solution to a lot of games is that they'll build in some kind of mechanic where it's optional but if you're willing to put in the time it's going to expedite your progress and or give you things that you know whether they be you know skins cosmetic things that just make you enjoy the game more or things that actually make the game easier in some way um or just give you that path to progress more quickly um so it's it's good that like games are starting to have that um because like you said there's nothing there's nothing worse than kind of 
finishing and the game says now you gotta stop and i just spent 60 bucks on this game and now i've done everything for the day yeah and i can't play it exactly but the real problem well not not the problem but like the the thing you're talking about is so let's say i paid off my house or whatever and i want to do a new mm-hmm. one um once you've set up that like you're building your new house or whatever you're upgrading it, it takes a day right so there's this thing in my head like okay i have to do all this stuff that i know is going to recharge that I'm going to need to wait until tomorrow to do. So the guy with the museum that I was telling you earlier, yeah. um, people are were stacking up all their fish because they're like, okay, once he gets here, I want to be able to progress to the new thing tomorrow. Like I don't want to have that dead space where, oh, I waited an extra day, so now he's not going to show up until tomorrow. I could have just done this yesterday, and he would have been all set. So okay. it's like there's still this kind of like I have to do this today or I'm going to be behind. Okay, that makes sense. That's good. It sounds like the type of game I'd end up addicted to, like everybody else. It's good. Um, another it's where it kind of beats Stardew out because Stardew's it's not like a direct competitor per se, but it's kind of like within the same genre. Stardew has like its own set of time that mm-hmm. goes throughout the day, and you have like energy, so you can only do so much throughout the day. So it's even more stressful. Cause yeah. It's like, man, I want to literally do everything but I can't do four things maybe, you know, yeah, or you whatever. Do, like I, I pulled up four weeds and now I have to go take a nap. And exactly. That's three quarters of the day. It's like real life. Um, no, but animal crossing, you just kind of play cause it's on your own, your own time set. Ooh. It's good. I like it. If we, if we had to get a, a Ross score on it. Oh, I don't score. Just, just a man. general, you said you came here to rank quarterbacks. Pretend this is, this okay. is, this is a, a rookie quarterback <laughs> animal crossing. Uh, no, I mean, for what I've played so far, I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely like a like a flat nine. Okay. Because I mean, I've you know I've gone to other people's islands and that's fun. Um, but again, it's like I've only done the first you know two days or whatever, so I don't really know what's coming next. But from what they've given me, it feels like what it's going to branch out into is going to be a lot of fun. Okay, cool. Yeah, and we're not. This is not a hard score. It's, it's hard, not. It's, hard nine. it's not on the website. <laughs> it's not on the website. It's gonna be hilarious when like someone else from it's gonna the, be like a seven five. Yeah, they're like yeah six point two, and <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> uh-huh. Awesome. So on to the one of the meatiest topics of the day. Okay, the meaty topic. We got Xbox Series X. Yes. Almost called it the wrong thing because they I, they I have think a I did te- that last week where I called it like the Xbox, Xbox One. X or whatever. Yeah, it's the Xbox Series X. Why can't they just give it a easier I, name, man? I don't know, man. And then we got the PlayStation Five. Thank you, Sony. See, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Sony. Why can't we just uh, have Xbox Seven? Or something yeah, like that? exactly, like, man. Make it easier. Version. So they both came out with their official tech specs. Okay. Um, I wrote them down, so we'll we'll go over both, and then we can discuss kind of what we think and yeah. a little bit of what um what the people in the market have been saying, you know, teraflops, T-flops, baby, I, T-flops. I specifically will not say the word teraflop because <laughs> I think it is the like the dumbest sounding thing and I am I am like a hardware knuckle dragger. I don't know anything, <laughs> man. I don't know what what a DDR6 or a 5 is, like just how fast is going to load Spider-Man? <laughs> Fast. Fast. So um, I'll start with PS5. And this one, uh, we were talking before the show. It's pretty good. I did late last year, I did a, a speculation article that was like, hey, what do we think the PS5 is going to be? And, you know, spoiler, your boy with a hardware background was pretty close on everything. So um, we're the getting. Inside scoop. Yeah, got the inside scoop. So we got the M, uh, AMD processor, 8 core, 3.5 gig hertz. It's is good. Is that good? It's fast. Okay. It's, it's good. 
Um, I feel like the dad in like the Office Max or like the Best Buy, <laughs> and he's like with his kid who just wants to get a, like a computer that can run games well. And I'm just like, they're like, can it open my email? I like, I just wanted to open email and like little man has to do his homework. Like, yeah. That's all I need it for. Like that feels like me right now. <laughs> it's a, fi- it's a fine processor. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's good. Um, I'm sorry. It's got 10.28 T flops, T flops, okay. T flops, baby. Um, and the only reason it's funny cause I don't, I don't so care what about the hell is a teraflop. Do you know? It's like, uh, I'd, I'd have to look into it, but it's, it, um, the like actual definition, but it, it's a speed. It's how fast, like per second. Uh, it can do graphical computations, I think. Okay. So it's like gigahertz, but for like the the graphics. Why don't they call it gigahertz? Because it's, it's GPUs run at gigahertz. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's there's something more technical to it, and I honestly yeah. don't care enough. And it doesn't it doesn't fall into my day job. Yeah. Like in information security, we don't have T flops. They need a cooler name. For yeah. Because um, I feel like they just made that up so Phil Spencer could walk out and be like, "It's got twenty teraflops." Yeah. I mean, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was probably. So, um, it's got 10.28 T flops. Yeah. Um, 16 gigs RAM is the the DDR GDDR6, which is just the newer version of RAM. That's yeah. all it is. Okay. Um, 825 gigabyte uh, SSD, which I thought was kind of a weird number, but yeah. It, can like, you get like an 825 I, SSD? Like, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm like, sure. It's kind of a weird number. Yeah, I don't can know. You just give me like the one terabyte. Appar- appar- apparently not. No. Um, there's got to be a reason for that. It, so the big thing with PlayStation, and we were talking about it, was they're talking how SSD is going to load your Spider-Man, you know, super fast. And they had the tech demo yeah. where they, they showed, uh, you know, basically you don't have to get on the loading screen on the subway and go across the city. It'll kind of zoom up, fly over and pop in and you, you've moved um, for fast travel. So it's using, uh, it's got 5.5 gigabyte uh, read speed, mm-hmm. which is what Fair you would enough. get on like a Western digital black SSD. Okay. So it's, you know, it's, it's fast, but they're doing uh, something with compression where it's a proprietary system where they're actually able to get up to nine gigs per second in read speed, which is like, so then why won't they just say it reads it at nine gigs? Well, they do in the marketing, but I am tech guy. So I, I came in and I broke it down, uh, raw versus compressed. Um, they are having an expandable, uh, NVMe slot, which is good. And I, I made a little note to myself down here. Um, NVMe is not just faster flash memory. People think that it is by definition. I wrote I wrote down the definition okay. from from uh, my tech guide. It's a end to end standard for efficient transport of data between storage systems. Okay? okay, so it's not just flash memory, and it stands for non volatile memory yeah. express. If anybody okay, wanted to know, non volatile. Yeah. Well, we don't have to get super technical, but volatile memory is something that would be in like RAM or your or your CPU cache. Yeah. You turn the system off, it's gone. Oh, okay. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so vol- that's volatile. Um, so that's great. People are excited for that. That's right. like the um, because I have one. I think I have one of those in my computer. It's like the little, like the little thumb drive looking things. The the M two SSD. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's gonna have a four K um Ultra HD drive. Okay, which is so great. you should have. That, that's like yeah. <laughs> that's like the congratulations you participated trophy yeah. at this point. Like yeah, we we it has to be four K. Exactly. So onto the Xbox Series X. Uh. AMD Zen 2 8-core processor, 3.8 gigahertz per core, so 0.3 faster than the PlayStation. They got 12 T-flops, baby. Yeah, this, this, they've, they've been on the 12 T-flop train for like 30 quite a while years. Now. Yeah, um, 16 gig GDDR6 RAM, 
one terabyte custom NVMe SSD. Yeah, see, they, they went higher. They did, and they went with the NVMe as the core. I couldn't find on the articles about the PlayStation um, whether it's like a standard SSD for their core one or an NVMe. Um, I'd assume not so because I, they didn't call it out specifically. I want to backtrack in their for specs. two seconds. Yep. And I want to I want to reinforce the the every man that I'm trying to okay. you know represent right now. So when they were talking about the storage or whatever and they were talking about expanding because I mean 825 gigabytes it sounds like a lot but I mean it's not. when these games are coming in at like 150 now mm-hmm. it's like I mean you can only store so many and then now it's going to be backwards compatible with PlayStation 4 and be able to run PlayStation 4 Pro technically mm-hmm. and then so obviously you're ending the storage and then what I, I, I hate it, but I, I think back to with the PlayStation Vita, and then they had their own proprietary storage things that mm-hmm. were, like, super, like, gouged price-wise. Yeah, it was, like, you want 64 gigs, it was, like, 100 bucks. You, you, were, you were selling a kid for that. So, like, I worry that if I want to get one of these SSDs, I can't just go on, you know, Newegg. And I, I think it was, like, when I was looking at prices, it was, like, if I wanted a one terabyte SSD, it was, like, 150 to 200-ish based yeah. on the brand. So I'm worried if, like, these become sort of, like, these Sony-specific or Sony-centric NVMe SSDs, mm-hmm. how much are they going to cost? Yeah, so that that's what's not clear, and I was going to get to that, right? So Xbox came out and said, no, our NVMe SSD is proprietary. It's custom, yeah. right? Yeah. Sony came out and just said, we have an expandable NVMe SSD slot. Yeah, and they said that they were they, they were in the process of testing games for their, like, being able to put random SSDs in there. Mm-hmm. So I think they're they're at least looking at it, I hope. Yeah, well, with their compression proprietary stuff with the read speed, I you know, they would have QA'd that with their specific SSD, yeah. right? Um, so I could see a thing where they come out and they say, look, here's our proprietary one. It will work. 300 bucks, sorry. <laughs> you know. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, or here's a list of ones that are similar in spec. We can't guarantee it's going to work. Yeah. Right. I can see something like that coming along with the Xbox because they said they have a custom one. If they, and again, it didn't list if they have an expansion, but I believe they do. Um, I'm going to assume that you're going to have to buy a Microsoft brand one. They have a history of it. You had to do it with the Xboxes. You had to buy their proprietary yeah. hard drive add-ons All those and stuff crummy, like that. Like the the ones that clicked on, on like the that. Top the top or the side of it or yeah. whatever. And then they had the other ones that slid in the back oh, when they when they upgraded. So there was that. So yeah, they have the one terabyte custom SSD and then the the, the trophy. The the trophy. The 4K UHD you drive. Did it. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. 4K. What, what, you welcome. Made it in 2020. Yeah. So Xbox says they you know they're both ray tracing, support up to 8K because we all have those monitors and um yeah and, and, and all this stuff. But um you know, my general opinion is people want to come out and say, Microsoft One, Teraflops, baby, gonna buy 1.8. Take that, Sony. And then Sony diehards are coming out and they're like, yo, but our read speeds double yours. Suck it. You know? And it's like this weird war. It's like they're almost the exact same system. I want to like galaxy brain these people and just be like, we're the ones who win in the end. Yeah, it's true. They Like, you're right. We why, get why better are, systems. Why are we fighting about who's better? Just we win. And the other thing I heard on social media and Reddit and other places was was the PC people. They're like, I've had those specs since 2015. I have not. It's, I I bet your system is pretty close to this because I have a six-core 
four gigahertz processor. I don't know what my teraflops look like. No. <laughs> I got 16 gigs of RAM. I've got a terabyte SSD. Well, yeah, I have all that. You know what I mean? Like, so... It was the, a GPU yeah. that I was looking at. So I think it... Oh, God, I had, in, for, like, notes-wise, it it ran, like, a lot faster than, like, what I have. Because I, I did the same thing where I'm just like, oh, you know, this, I'm a PC gamer. I've had this for, like, since 2015, and it's just... No, their GPUs are, are very strong. Yeah, what the hell is this? It's like 2.3 gigahertz for a GPU. Mine, like a 1080 Ti, I think, was like 1.4. Yeah. Like it's, that's a huge difference. Yeah, so their GPUs are pushing a lot more, and it's all because they they optimize, obviously, right? The, the game development pipeline is optimized for these systems. Yeah. So they're, they're pushing a lot of the load off to that. But w what you said makes a lot of sense to me, too, right? Like, we all win. We're going to yeah. get better games. We have better consumer technology. It's going to drive the price of consumer technology down, right? Like, yeah. look, my PC is close to this, and it cost me a 1000 bucks a year ago. These are looking to come to market about 500 is the speculation, yeah. right? Like, so what? It, what's the problem with getting more for, for less? And if because so many developers develop across PC, Xbox, PlayStation, yeah. the fact that they're going to have a higher bar from the console side me means that. that the PC games are going to have an even higher bar because we're going to be able to upres them from something that's already very yeah. good looking, right? Because it's, it's rough now, like when these games are coming out or whatever, and they have the the, the PC port, mm -hmm. it, it ends up being a port from like the console version, and then you have to go on like this weird forum or whatever, and you got to find how to play with the the config file to get it to go from 60 fps to 144 yeah and oh no it's 144 now and now like your physics are messed up because they run off the frame rate and it's like, yeah it's such a mess like i i don't i tried to play skyrim like a month ago or whatever on my pc and i have um i have a monitor that runs at 144 hertz mm -hmm. and i guess like that messes up with the physics of the game and you can only run skyrim at 60 fps yes you have to lock it and it's funny because the opening scene or whatever, the, the meme where you're in the, the car yeah. with the horse, the horse's head, like, just rips off of his body and, like, goes into the horizon <laughs> or whatever. And then he trips off, he trips on a rock, and the cart does, like, an infinite barrel roll. Jeez. If I run the game at, like, 144. And it's funny because the dialogue's still going, you were sleeping, you're going to the yeah. room, we're getting our heads chopped off. And it's, it's again, it's just kind of weird. And I'm... I'm glad to see it as as someone who plays primarily on PC. I'm glad that these games are now getting closer and closer to like what we're doing because mm -hmm. you know it's only a, it's a win for us as much as we like to you know meme on console players. It's it's good for us because these games are going to be better and it's not going to be oh you know we had to make this game kind of look like junk from the E3 demo because you know we have console to keep in mind and you know these things can only run at 60 fps and they don't have a really good cpu so you know we got to kind of you know dumb it down a little bit so it runs at 60 fps and it's just it's it's been a mess yeah i mean i i was going through the issue last night and i think it's just a general issue right is that because of consoles i feel like a lot of gaming technology lags a little bit behind yeah um i got an ultra wide monitor Oh, yeah, was, good luck uh, doing anything with that. I was like, I was trying to play Divinity 2 with Tom last night, and it, it has an ultra-wide setting. It looked gorgeous. Screens wrapping around. I've got like 150 whatever degrees of some crap that they sold me on. Yeah. It, it looks beautiful. I go to stream it, and OBS is like, nah, dude, you can't be ultra-wide and fit it in the screen. Get yeah. lost. So I had to down-res it yeah. <laughs> to 16-9 to uh, yeah. aspect ratio. And Meg comes by. She goes, it looks okay. 
I'm like, it looks so strong. Like I've seen it on the right aspect yeah. ratio. Like it looks dog now, you yeah. know, um, and all just to get it to function with the streaming. But that's why, like we talked last week about Horizon Zero Dawn and whatnot, you know, the fact that they're taking the time not to just port it to PC, but to like yeah. actually move it and it's going to have ultra wide display support. And, you know, same thing. I could only do 60 FPS. You know, I've got 144 hertz monitor. Yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like I spent good money on this gorgeous monitor and I'm over here like having everything stretched and pixelated and running like crap. Yeah, it's um, like you're running an emulator. Yeah, and it's like, you know, not to put all the blame on consoles, but it's what happens when they these yeah. teams are stretched. They have to develop for a wide window of yeah. hardware. So, so yeah, that's that's. I wanted to say all the technical specs. I didn't want to talk like, let's talk about the bits and bites, Ross. Let's you get, get on your own. Let's let's get deep in there. Be a um, man show for like a whole twenty minute stretch. I know, but I wanted to throw them out there. I wanted to make the point that they're very similar, and I wanted to get to the point that you brought up, which is this is great. This is good for everybody. Like PC gamers need to stop saying oh joe we've had it for years and you know i know um and you know console players have to stop saying like oh the xbox series x is greater than any pc you can no dude you can spend twenty thousand dollars on a pc you better believe it can beat a 500 yeah. system sorry that's just that's just how it yeah. goes um so that's <laughs> and the problem is what i want it's not going to happen but i would love to see these consoles kind of like become modular because we're we're kind of like laughing at things like 8K and stuff like that now, but you know, five years from now, that's gonna be we're gonna Normal. be doing, congratulations, you did 8K. Exactly. Yeah, you're you're right, and you're seeing it. Some laptops are doing it at least. Yeah. You know, you're starting to see laptops that use desktop GPUs and yeah. whatnot, so you can pop them out and swap them. Um, or like companies are making third-party attachments where you can like yeah. hook up an external GPU to to get more power. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I I could see this. This is a great jump. I know we lived through the retail of selling yeah. this current generation, yeah. and people were like, "It's not that much better." And yeah. now it is that it's matured for seven ish years. Um, I've thought about this a lot, and I think that when these this current iteration of like console war or whatever as it is, um, I think when these games initially came out, when these consoles initially came out. There wasn't a, well. There wasn't a lot in terms of games, so it was PlayStation Three ports on P- PlayStation mm-hmm. Four and all that stuff. And we were, we were, you know, stabbing each other over Killzone because it was the PlayStation Four game that yeah. first came out. And then the console released in November, and then we didn't get an actual PlayStation Four game until like February, and it was something like, like Sherlock, Doctor Holmes. Like, yeah, it was something like really like why would I play this other than it's the only PlayStation Four game. So then we got into like this weird loop of there's no games for this system. So now I want to be able to play my games on this system. Oh, wait, I can't. And we got like this weird arc of where all the games coming out were just remasters of games and releases. And God, I hope we stop doing this. Yeah. I want an actual new game. I don't want to play Crash Bandicoot on my PlayStation 4. That's why we have, you know, emulators. That's why we keep our old systems and all that stuff. Just make a new game. Yeah. Please. Yeah, and and I'm okay with just to jump on that like the Crash Bandicoot trilogy came so late in the cycle. Well, like yeah. that's that's fine. You know, but you're right. Like when we got um you know, Resistance Fall of Man remastered like 6 months into the PS4 yeah. and it's like come on. Um yeah, I hope I hope we get that too. 
I, I hope we get some, you know, Last of Us 2, Horizon 2, like, sequels that can really look good, and then I hope we get some really unique um, new titles that come out at launch, and it's not knack and 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 sony has and not to turn this into a huge sony thing and we'll move on here shortly as we we approach the hour mark but but um sony has a really bad habit of releasing first party exclusives that um, amounted tech demos yeah we had lair it was like look at six axis it's so good then we had like knack where it was like look at all the particles we can fit so much stuff on the screen xbox did it too because they had killer instinct which was literally just like particle simulator exactly and they were just it was all just to show off how good the tech was i hope we get just like hey we know what this is like fairness the tech we got now it's like ray tracing and stuff like that yeah yeah i want to see yeah i want to see like awesome light yeah crap and whatnot like yeah show it off but in a good game not just for the sake of showing it off. Yeah. So speaking of picking up my PS5, I'm wondering if I'm going to be a, if GameStop's going to be around for me to to pop in and, and pick it up. This is what is that segue? This is the this is the gossipy topic that I don't know about your social media, but I can't escape yeah. this topic. I've tried. No. I've like gotten off Facebook. I've muted all the people that used to work at GameStop with oh, me, I so I don't have to listen yeah, to Facebook them. Is gone. I got family that only know how to use Facebook, so I'm on there. Yeah. Um, I'm on the Twitter. I'm, like, muting conversations and stuff because people are bringing it up. So here's here's the sick timeline. Okay, we, we, we were okay. talking about break this. It, break it down. So COVID-19 hits. Yeah. We start shutting stuff down. Restaurants, you know, they, they delivery or pick up only. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of retailers and malls are like, hey, we're not screwing with this. We're closing. Yeah. GameStop, no. Okay, I don't fault them initially. I get it. They weren't the only retailer, and they still aren't the only retailer, by the way, yeah. to, in defense of them, yeah. that said, no, we're going to stay open. Right? They put out a blanket standard HR statement, the health of our customers and our employees are of highest priority. We're going to give them hand sanitizer, wipes, clean the stores, blah, blah, blah. We're going to follow the limitations. We're going to count the number, you know, in states like ours where only 10 people can be in a place at once. Yeah. We're going to count them in. We're going to have a doorman effectively, right? God. I was like, okay, whatever. I'm not so salty about it. Then they came out, and this, I mean, the PR person who made this call needs to, like, didn't think this through, right? Mm -hmm. They came out and they said, look, we hear you. You're concerned. Everybody's safety is of our highest priority, but we're not closing. We're essential retail. Yeah. And that was like... The beginning of the flame storm. I always love the phrase "we hear you" because it's like, yeah, we we see all the things you're saying about us, but we're gonna keep doing it. <laughs> exactly. We 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 hear you. We're yeah. taking it on advisement, and we're not gonna do it. Um, yeah. so that was bad enough. Um, but then where it got worse is when they got when they ate the firestorm, they defended it and they said, "Look, all of these core businesses yeah. like like mine and yours, right? That we we work in in day to day." They're sending their people to work from home. Yeah. They need monitors. They need mice. They need Steam gift cards. Um, <laughs> Bro, I want to know what that conversation is like 
in their heads like what is the what does that person think is actually going to happen in these stores like someone walks in and they're just like yeah so i have to work from home now so what are your options like yeah so we have this cyber power pc it's got like a it's got an i77 it's got you know it's got a 1050 but you know you can still run citrix with it you know while you're here do you want to you know pre-order like the new slack you know the pre-order bonus that comes with you know night mode <laughs> like what, what what do they imagine that's gonna be like i don't know man so you know among all of this this comes out and then GameStop employees start getting vocal on social media. I saw tons of key holders that were like, well, my keys are staying in the safe tonight. Good luck. Yeah. Like our safety is not a priority to you. There were a lot of game advisors and kind of, you know, SGAs or whatever they're called now because they've changed the entire structure of yeah. what, what everyone's called. Um, you know, they were like, I'm not doing it. And then people were asking the tough questions like, hey, if our stores have to close, are you going to pay us? And they're like, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah. That's <laughs> we'll, the sketchy part. We'll let you know and that type of stuff. So that was all bad enough. They got flamed. Then, my man Camelot three three one. Yeah. Well, before before we get into that, I want to. There, there's always nuance to this, right? So we kind of see things through our prism because we live in Massachusetts. Boston is like one of the highest. You know, it got hit pretty badly because of that one conference or yeah. whatever. So we think of all this through like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna go to like the mall or whatever. Yeah. But I mean for. For like a GameStop store in like Wyoming, where they have like a population of whatever, 50. couple couple thousand, yeah. you know, and they have probably like three confirmed cases in the entire state. It's really hard for me as someone managing like a, a Fortune 500 company that's essentially operating month to month, much like its employees. It's very hard for me to look at that and be like, okay, close this store down, even though this state is probably has three confirmed cases. You know, in general, it's very hard to kind of do like a blanket um, decision with stores that are in places like that compared to a store that's in like, you know, Times Square. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I get that. And you're right. There is nuance. And actually, we, we get to that. Right. So I was talking about the Camelot 331 video. Yeah. And basically what happened is this YouTuber snuck onto a regional EB Games call, which people EB Canada, are, yeah. are, are laughing. But that's it's still EB in Canada. Yeah. Right. But it's the GameStop family. And effectively, it was an executive team was answering questions for managers within this particular region. And um, if you go and watch the 40-minute video with with his commentary, yeah. it's worse than if you just go, I've gone, I've listened to just the call and, like, not good looks, GameStop. Yeah. No. Like, just not good. If you watch it with someone's commentary on top of it, like, as they're clarifying the questions and stuff, it's even worse. Mm -hmm. But also, to be fair... I watched it. I mean, I've we've we've been on those calls. Yeah. Okay. In our past, and this is a kind of a soft point for like both of us because we both worked for that company, so it's like I was on the, I was listening to that call and kind of like imagining what I would react to it. Exactly, and I've been I've been on the calls like the Black Friday companies getting slammed. We're running out of stuff. Regional emergency call. Like, how are we going to handle this? And it's it sounds exactly like the call these people were on. It's yeah. like. Hey, you're in a hard spot. Thanks for making $30,000 a year GameStop manager. Yeah. Like you, you just got to toe the company line. Maybe someday you'll be a district manager. Good it's luck. Always rough, you know, cuz it's like our our initial reaction is always like, "Bro, shut down. Like what are you doing?" Yeah. And then when you take a step back, it's like you got to think about these poor people that are, you know, not even the store managers, but like the assistant managers, the, the GAs, yeah. the, G, the GA that shows up like once every two weeks for a four-hour shift to get you know go put cases on the wall, or yeah. whatever. I mean, 
for someone running a store, it's <laughs> it's good, like, I'm living at home with my parents' money, but it's absolutely horrendous. Like, I have, like, real bills to pay or I'm on the street money. Exactly. It, 100%. And... and the worst part is that that store manager, it's, a, it's the only salary position in the store. Yeah. So it's essentially GameStop's way of saying, hey, if all hell breaks loose and we don't want to put payroll to it, good luck. It's your your problem and they're working on at this time they're they're working on reduced hours which means that they're not having as much payroll yeah which so means much that, that door person yeah that manager's working their minimum 44 Probably plus 12 hour shifts plus additional be honest right um and and yeah they're having to deal with it so you know this call all the questions we people outside of the company are asking of the company these people are effectively asking inside they're asking hey when is does this become a moral decision for the company? Um, what happens to our employees if they are too afraid to work and they're doing self-isolation stuff? Um, and the answers aren't good. No. A lot of the answers were it's day-to-day, we're figuring it out, which, like we discussed earlier, I get it. Some things are day-to-day and situational. Um, other things are just, like, downright bad. Like, we're not going to pay someone who chooses not to work, yeah. you know? Um other answers like, hey, can you guys send out a communication to the teams and just say thank you in this hard time? We've got your back. And they're like, well, <laughs> that's your – Yeah, and and they literally tell one manager, well, that's your job. Pull them aside and thank them. Like yeah. the company's not going to send it, right? So that that was really bad. And actually my first ever regional manager is the one who posted um, the video. And oh. he, Yeah, and he was like, dude, you got to – like people who have worked for me, like you got to look at this. This is like worse than we thought. So – this happens, the company gets even more blowback. And what people need to realize is this is like over the last seven days. Yeah. This isn't like, oh, this has been going. Like this blowback has yeah. been vicious and fast. Um, in Pennsylvania, I don't know if it was a city or the entire state, but GameStop was giving the employees a form letter that uh-huh. basically said, if authorities come in to shut you down, God. you hand them this form letter and it tells them our position is we're essential retail, F off contact our legal department yeah um in pennsylvania they actually pulled the business licenses of GameStops. they forced them to shut they said no you have no business license good luck so then we come to yesterday GameStop comes out and they said hey we hear you we hear you <laughs> we hear you your concerns are important to us safety of our employees and whatnot cool. um, starting today march 22nd is that today yeah, um starting today march 22nd GameStops will only be doing digital sales, um, mm-hmm. online pickups at curbside, and that's it. Yeah. Now, okay, it took a week of vicious backlash to yeah. to do it. And again, what you said, and I laughed, right? You said this is a company that's operating month by month, just yeah, like their employees, right? If you haven't looked, I mean, we talked about it last week. The stock price is like three dollars a share for this company. It they, was four last week. They were they were looking to sell the company at one point earlier last year, like. This is a company that brought in Reggie. They're trying to turn uh, it around. I like to think Reggie is the one who like got on the phone. And he's like, what are you guys doing? Exactly. Come on. You know, this was not good looks for a company that was trying to save it. No. And let's call it what it is. A lot of this decision was around keeping the company open. The fact of the matter is if GameStop closed or closes all of their locations now, and this thing lasts as long as... They were looking but, at like... Let's, say, let's just say two months. Yeah. To give... I doubt it'll be two months. Obviously, we have all this crazy stuff going on. No one really knows. But let's just say two months. That's two months of not operating and two months of having to pay the entire company. Yeah, they have they have 
employees who are all working from home from home office right yeah. there's they have to pay their leases yeah and they can't not pay the leases on the stores they have to pay the managers at least everybody else is screwed yeah. unless they decide to put some package together Which they right could. um yeah and then but like two months of no revenue is real hard for a company that's yeah. already on the precipice right so from that perspective i also you know get it I'd have more respect if they came out and they're like, look, guys, if you want GameStop to be around, we got to do something. Come on, go fund me. Yeah. Um, so I get that. But it's, it's been, I mean, it's been a hot, hot topic, and, and we had to talk about it. It's good that they've made that choice. I think in Europe they closed all of the locations, and I yeah. thought I read that. So they were faster there. Um, what kind of upset me is that, like, the cynic in me kind of saw that they were still taking trades, like, uh, up until now. And it's just, like... I want to be a fly on the wall of these people that are just like, yeah, you know, a lot of people are getting laid off, so they're probably going to be bringing in, like, their Switch and their PlayStation 4 and trying to, you know, sell it in for cash to, you know, make rent and stuff like that. And just, like, this idea that they're trying to, you know, take advantage of these people. Yeah, well, that's the, that's the part. One of the employees on the call said, like, don't you think we're kind of incentivizing people to come in and that's yeah. like morally not okay and they're like we're not incentivizing them we're just a store if they need us we're there and it's like i'm <laughs> seeing i'm seeing on my facebook i'm seeing tax season baby spend your money yeah. you know big trade stuff and uh one girl who was like almost in tears on the call um she was basically saying like hey sometimes things come in and you know they weren't wiped down before they came in oh, can yeah, we can can we not take those and the regional director or whatever was like no we're taking trades as normal like if it's not resellable like that's different and you know just be professional about it and tell them sorry i can't resell that Jeez. and i just think back to the days when we had like we used to get some oh. filthy stuff and we had yeah. the permission to refuse anything for any well, reason we're like sitting there like with toothpicks and q-tips trying to get the gunk out of all the yeah the side control oh. so i can like i put it in a little package and sell it and my favorite awful. gamestop trade story there was once a time that um, a particular person who I'm sure you know I'm talking about took in a trade. They were very good at sales. And they they took Fernando. in this trade. Yeah, Fernando. They, he took in a trade, and I could see from across the room, like, dude, that's a pretty dirty Xbox. And he was like, ah, I'll clean it. And I was like, you know what, man? I'm just not going to be there. Yeah. Like, I don't have my N95 mask to have all that crap blown into no. my lungs. Like, I'm, I'm out of there. He opened this thing, dude. Cockroaches came out. Like that is the state of I was, some. I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> that is the state of yep. like some of these trades. So like, do you really think that GameStop cares? This is this is this is really aggressive. Do you really think GameStop cares that much about the health and safety of their employees if they're gonna let little Jimmy's runny nose snots all over his Call of Duty case come in and they have no recourse? to refuse that yeah, no. or, or clean that appropriately because like you can't get Clorox wipes. You can't get anything. They're going to get told to use like, like Windex. Yeah. Green Windex because we went eco-friendly, you know, yeah. and, and, and wipe that down. Like, yeah. So they've suspended trades. They've now they're doing the right stuff. I, you know, at this time they said, we hear you. I think yeah. they finally did. When they say we hear you, it's like, yeah, we heard like the, you know, the lawmakers sending us very large stacks of paper yeah. telling us to stop. Yeah, and that was, like, another part, not to belabor this, and we can move on shortly, um, but they basically said on one point on this call, only listen to the communications coming from the company about COVID. Yeah, okay. And it's like, no, like, there's World Health Organization. He, I think the guy, I might be misremembering this, at one point, he said, there's nothing from our government. Sure, there are WHO guidelines, but nothing directly from our government. And yeah. it's like, 
That's the World Health Organization, sir. Yeah. That is a pretty good guideline yeah, to follow. Company named W H O or H zero. I can't really tell from it, but <laughs> yeah, you know, they they told us to do stuff. Yeah, just just worry about GameStop. So well, ignore that. So yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the gist of it. That's the timeline. Um, it, bad looks. It seems like they tried to do something. I don't know if it's too little, too late. I mean, they definitely lost employees over it. They yeah. definitely lost customers over it. Um. But I mean, like it's like we said last week. It's just they—they've essentially, on paper, been phased out for like the last five, ten years mm-hmm. with digital sales. But they're still here because there's still people that need them. So yeah, when this—I I hate to say when all this blows over because there's you know there's real life ramifications and people dying and stuff like that. But it's like when all this is over, like end of the year, yeah, people are gonna go back to GameStop. Yeah, people are probably gonna go Black Friday. Mm-hmm. You know, on Thanksgiving at five o'clock, probably knowing GameStop, yeah, they'll they'll be there. They'll be arming people over to pre-order their PlayStation Fives, their Xbox Series Xs, yeah, whatever the hell it is now. And you know, like we talked before, there's more people than ever at home, more people than ever needing entertainment. Like yeah. they're seeing. I would bet if I went to one of the people I know who still can look in the old logbook, yeah. I, I bet their year-over-year sales look pretty good right now. Yeah, and that's why they were so. Yeah. hesitant to do it so all right well that's everything i had on gamestop and, and, and just you know we'll see what happens but we've got we've got some esports news I, i'm gonna start off the esports news with the um the easiest thing the easiest thing. I've, I've got i've got two topics that are probably pretty quick and okay, then there's the big you, one that you, you brought up so my first topic is yo everything's still canceled no everything's not still canceled but it's all digital now right so like everything's on twitch everything's on um Everything's still going on, and this feeds into my second point. More is happening, right? So when I say everything's canceled, I mean the in-person stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, all no, lands canceled. Nothing's changed from last week. Like, it, everything that was in-person, on land is canceled. But all of these... Well, it's being moved to online now. Exactly. So the in-person aspect is canceled. I see what you're doing. You're, you're, you're ultra-clarifying. Yes. Like, don't not try to go watch that the, Dota the tournament. The are closed. Yes. But the streams are open. Exactly. So everything's moving to the stream. Yes. And everything's going great. If you look at, if you go to the Twitch numbers, like things are great. Everything's bumping. Yeah, they're like, bumping yeah, they're they're psyched. Like you know, there is no better time to try to become a streamer than now. Like let me tell you, let me tell you personally, <laughs> personally, personal. I'm I'm making money. I'm cashing in, baby. I made like four dollars this month already, Oof. which is like you can't do multiples of zero so it's infinite times more money That's than i've ever made yeah there we go we, we got a baby maybe a little shock absorber thing yeah. we're, we're going um but the unique thing i really wanted to bring up is have you seen this like real sports doing their own virtual leagues thing now that's happening so i the only thing i know about this is that i know devin booker the basketball player for the phoenix suns is streaming every single game that he's supposed to play in real time on 2K. So, like, if he's playing, like, the Dallas Mavericks on Saturday, he's going to be streaming that game on Saturday at the time that it's supposed to be him mm-hmm. playing, like, 2K, which is also probably the only chance the Phoenix Suns have to, you know, make right. the playoffs, but that's a whole different <laughs> discussion. So, yeah, there's that, and then – and there's a few there's a few people doing that, whether they be, like, large or smaller yeah. kind of – folks doing that um but the most interesting one i've seen has been nascar oh god they today i think it, it was either yesterday or today that they, they are like moving forward with 
their season effectively via invitationals on iRacing, and they're having the real drivers come oh. and race. And they're not getting – I don't think they're getting points or anything like that, but um, like Denny Hamlin was on SportsCenter yesterday talking about it. Like SportsCenter is covering sim racing, and like oh. it, it's, it's going crazy. Um, there's a few other ones. The race in Veloci Esports have been doing um, F1 races on different um, on different games. I think they did. I think the race is doing on the F1 video game, and then Veloci's using R Factor Two, which is a simulator. Um, and they've had like real superstars, like IndyCar drivers, um, Formula E, Formula One. Like legit, and then esports people competing together, <laughs> and then today and moving forward, you're going to get uh, the official F1 tw- Twitch yeah. will be running all of the races on the weekends they're supposed to be run, but in the video game. Um, the only thing that sucks about that is I think one active driver actually signed up because yeah, I was going to say, what is that like? Because all of the other ones effectively were like, I, I played a win, baby. I don't know that game. I played a win, and um, that type of stuff. But it's pretty cool because they're using like a lot of reserve drivers or if you're not familiar, F1 esports is a legitimate thing. Yeah. So like if you're an F1 esports driver, you're like part of team Ferrari, like legitimately like on the team, which is crazy. Um, so they've got those guys and then they have some like famous people driving to uh, Nico Hulkenberg, who was an F1 driver last year and lost his seat. Um, that's a whole big thing. We're not doing an F1 podcast, but, um, you lost me. He's racing. So like, there's some, some big names attached to it. And I think that's pretty cool, whether it's active NBA players or there's like some, you know, college football players playing Madden on like the schedules and like baseball players. And, um, but I think the, the NASCAR thing, and I think the NASCAR thing is on FS1. Like, I think you can watch it on TV. Well, Fox, if I remember correctly, F- Fox Sports, like, canned literally everything, and they stopped pretty much being a channel because okay. of this whole thing. And uh, it's funny because everyone's making fun of Fox Sports because it's, it's the malign sports network yeah. right here. Um, but, yeah, that doesn't surprise me that they're, they're kind of grasping at straws. And it's like, yeah. oh, you have sports? Okay. That's fine. We'll, we'll we'll call Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp, and they'll, they'll talk about it for an hour, and we'll get the yeah. ski up. And yeah, we'll do all that. But um, I think it's interesting, yeah, to see this this stuff play out. But man, we just want sports. It's hard. Yeah, I think for me, the most interesting thing has been um, specifically with the sim racing, like the the numbers of people who are actually watching these Twitch channels, like hundreds of thousands of people, because they don't have their real racing and frankly the sim racing is pretty close like all you it's the same physics is the same everything just people can't die you know (laughs) so it's like it's it's very it's of all the sports that you can play in a video game it is the closest thing to the real thing you would watch right so i think that's why it's taking off so much um but yeah it it warms my heart it warms my heart to see to see it going going well um but yeah that that was that was my little esports news i just thought it was really interesting that um, because quote unquote everything is canceled in real life, right? Yeah. Even things that normally wouldn't go online mm. are finding ways to go online because that's where people yeah, are now. You have to. Yeah, you have to. So um, that leaves the big news you dropped on me yesterday. Yes. So, so Team Reciprocity, yep. esports team, been a big mainstay for probably last three years. I believe 2017 is when they first came to the scene. They have had teams in Rocket League, which have they won RLCS, which is like their main league. Mm-hmm. They won last year, season eight, I believe. 
Um, so yeah, so they have Rocket League, Apex, which is kind of like a meme of an eSport because that's a whole separate thing that I'm custom servers playing on yeah. and all that fun stuff. Uh, Gears of War, back-to-back major champions, gone. Well, they already cut their FGC team like a while ago, so that's old news. Same thing with PUBG. They had a team there, cut that team a while back. Uh, Rainbow Six, they had the second-place team in North America last season, so it's kind of like a shock now, Yeah, which is good for all the other esports orgs that have money because now there's just a free golden ticket to you know being a, a mainstay in that game now. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty, before Call of Duty got franchised into the CDL that it is now, there was the Call of Duty World League, which is now defunct because yeah. it's been franchised, but they had a team there. So they were in literally every single game imaginable. Yeah. If it is an eSport, reciprocity is dead. Um, which is kind of like a theme that we see with these teams where they're just, I have a bunch of money from investors and I'm just going to go in every, literally everything I can. Yeah. The only thing that Wreck is still in right now is they're in two things technically. They're in a free-to-play game called Crossfire. Okay. Which is big in China. Because it's a free-to-play game, and they have their own franchise league. So what happened was Rec teamed up with a local team in China and said, we'll pay your franchising fee, so you'll be Reciprocity, and then whatever the team name, I forget what they, like LGD or whatever. Yeah. So it's Rec LGD, even though Rec doesn't operate the team at all, they literally just bought their way in. Okay. They, they paid for this team to go play. So it's like, hey, make sure you put our emblem on your jerseys, that's about it. Yeah. Um, and then they did the same thing in League of Legends with a team called Rainbow Seven, which I had to like double take. I was like, <laughs> "Is that a typo? Like, do you mean Rainbow Six? Like, please tell me they're still in Rainbow Six. No, they they did the same thing with a team in uh, Latin America called Rainbow Seven. Okay, and they're in like their League of Legends Latin America League or whatever that is. And apparently they were playing today when I went to go look at them. But essentially, the the stuff that they're in now is stuff that they already paid for, and they don't have any like concurrent. Yeah, there's no ongoing operating costs. Because it would be kind of weird to to get rid of all your good teams and just kind of keep like a crossfire team. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I've got to assume that it's it's a a capital expense and not an operation. Yeah. So essentially, I guess this team operated almost primarily on, you know, I don't want to say donors, but like investors and yeah. And obviously, all that money is dried up with the market, and then. The market was kind of already going down before all this stuff happened, so like I said, he was cutting teams left and right mm-hmm. just to kind of be like, okay, well, you know, we're going to operate a couple teams instead of like the eight I bought initially on like my Toys R Us shopping yeah. spree. <laughs> Ooh, that team looks like fun. Yeah. I'll buy one of those teams. Yeah, so it's it's essentially dead, um, but when Chad Larson, like the, the owner of the team, he seems pretty intent on once this kind of ties over – I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to get the investor money. We're going to go back in there. We're going to do everything. He didn't just kind of like bail. Okay. So Rec will be back, hopefully. This is just a, hey, we don't want to go bankrupt. Yeah, we is, we want an opportunity to come back. I mean, this is essentially we're already bankrupt. And yeah. Yeah. That's so tough. It, it's rough. There's That's, a, lot, a lot of players getting dropped. A lot of a lot of teams that, like I said, the, the Gears of War team fresh off, you know, going back-to-back land wins or whatever. Yeah. It's like, hey, have fun. Yeah. Good luck. Well, most of the good players will get picked up usually, but it's it, you're seeing that with with that market in general. And maybe this is a a deeper topic for another day, but it was like the hot investment thing to do. Yeah. And so a lot of teams bought up a lot of players, and like all these teams were popping up left and right, team houses, and this and that. Yep. And then like, if it doesn't return, 
when the market goes south, yeah. then are you going to pull out of your, you know, again, not a financial expert, but are you going to pull out of like your long-term safe investment yeah. or are you going to pull out of your esports investment? Right. And yeah. it's, it's just like, it, it, it makes sense. And um, I see it and I think you're going to see more of it. And then the other side of this is unfortunately the more of these teams that kind of go defunct and stop throwing money at things, the better the play should get. You should consolidate down and really kind of like con- condense the best players in, into the leagues. At least that's one argument. Um, well, the other argument is against, yeah. I was going to say the other argument would be that you're stifling growth and new talent coming in. Right. Well, the, the, the thing is on your point is that it depends on the format of the league, right? So for some leagues, if you, if you get down to it, some leagues like franchise leagues, the team owns the spot. Mm-hmm. But for other games like Rainbow Six in particular, the players own the spot. Okay. So reciprocity as a team, as an org, is out, but those five players still own that pro league spot. Oh, so interesting. An, so another team can come and buy in and get that team and their pro league team or whatever. So those players are – they have to stick together. I think it's three-fifths or whatever of that core. Okay. And obviously they're not going to go all run out because they're, they're a pro league team. They're just waiting for a team to okay. buy them up. So we're about to have a – I'm looking at you, please. Uh, we're gonna have we're about to have a game zo Rainbow Six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> team Game Zo. Yeah, Team Game Zo. Rainbow Six. I got a pocket lint and yeah, uh yeah. <laughs> and a gummy bear. Um yeah, I mean it's it's sad. You never want to see anybody go out and you that way, but um like you said, it's interesting. I didn't know that's how the the league worked. A lot of leagues work and the team owns the spot. Um so that's interesting. Some do the 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 more franchised ones do. Yeah. So I'm most I'm most familiar with like CDL, yeah, the the Paladins League, which I think is probably gonna die the latest patch. Well, and, what's Paladins? <laughs> yeah, what is the worst game ever right now? Apparently, um, and so in some other leagues. So, um, that is that is interesting. Cool. So I think that's that's esports news. Um, any concluders? Anything you're you're looking forward to in the next week or, or working on? Well, as we said, everything is canceled. But you know, Counter Strike back on you know the pro league they're um for, they're, they're doing a lane right now but that's been switched to all online that's going on now um rocket league back online rainbow six this pro league season starts monday so everything is back to normal quote unquote for these esports mm-hmm. leagues it's just online but most some of them were online to begin with anyway yeah so it's just kind of like business as usual um but yeah i mean that's pretty much it cool cool yeah i, I got nothing really going on Looking forward. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna play more games. Yeah. You know, like that. Play more games. It's always good. Stay just, inside. Play games. Yeah. You be safe and uh, that's all good. Um, you can you can keep up with me at uh, Bitwise Dan on all my social media. So that's B I T W one S E D A N. Um, that's Twitter, Twitch. Uh, pretty much those are the yeah, two main there ones. You go. Uh, you can go to the gamesoco.uk. That's where all of our writing is. That's where we really want you to go. Yeah, and you you should you should go there. Um, if you found our podcast, you can. On Spotify now. You can find it on Spotify, bigger, on our bigger website. Bigger than Oprah. Yep. You can find it on uh, the website. We're going to have a page for it on the website if you want to go there. And then uh, everywhere else we're setting up an RSS feed. So if you don't – if you what found is, us – What is that? What? What is that? RSS feed? Yeah, it allows us to put it on everything. Everywhere podcasts are, we're going to be soon. Okay, um, great. Which is good. So if you found us like somewhere and you don't like love the platform but you love listening to us, just we're going to be on the platform you love soon. Okay, cool. Um, and then what was my last thing before I have you plug your stuff? Oh, we're gonna try to start filming soon, so we'll have uh, we'll have Dan and Ross on YouTube oh, no. doing, doing the podcast. Um, but that's probably a few weeks out because we have uh, we ha- I have a little remodeling yeah, this to do. Is not 
this is not the studio people want to be seeing. No, right now it looks like a torture dungeon. It's just a basement, but I'm gonna put yeah. up. I'm gonna I'm gonna do some redesigning in the area and put some stuff up. And uh, we're looking for we're looking for a studio sponsor. So if anybody out there <laughs> <laughs> w- wants this to be like the you know, I don't know, the IKEA podcasting the, studio. The IKEA podcast. I, I want like the the Totino's Pizza Roll like yeah. studio. We're taking it. Anybody and we'll we'll, we'll throw your name the, out. The, the McDonald's ten piece chicken nugget with sweet and sour sauce recording studio hell yeah that's what i like anyone who can throw it that way so that's my stuff ross do you want to throw your socials uh no just follow me on twitter at rain r6s that's that's it i don't i don't stream that dan does all the streaming i show up now and then yeah cool so that's easy that's another that's another hour and a half in the books my friend it was only an hour and a half yeah i was, was afraid we were gonna get to the two i know no we're good we so got to the one pretty early and i was like oh yeah no we, we got through the the meaty stuff pretty quick. So thanks all for listening. We'll be back in an, in a, thing, Oh actually. no, that Ross is going to throw it up. So we did all the PlayStation five specs and all that fun stuff. Do we know officially what it looks like yet? I don't think so. We have those, like the, the quote unquote leaked images of this thing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks like a, a, a space V from yeah. like sharper image store. Yeah. So. No, I, I believe the, um, I wasn't, I was working, so I wasn't able to watch, uh, the Cerny kind of, live cast I watched like half of it and i'm like okay this was not meant for me. I, no i he's the lead architect of the system i think he was literally coming out and just like clapping back at microsoft i think that's all that was i didn't see any images of the system other than the, the leaked yeah, one so we don't have we don't have that we don't have a actual release date yet no nope. no price none of that stuff it's nope. just we know the specs we know the teraflops thank it, god yeah i was so worried 10.28 teraflops okay, there we go we're we, good we got it it on your face um yeah so we'll find out more and both companies have this is a good point have asked will production be impacted by everything that happened in China and both companies have had said, have said no holiday 2020 is still uh, no uh, as uh, they like you know crack the whip yeah exactly they they just put everybody back in the factory so good call out Ross yeah all right play us out <laughs>